One, what is up, everyone? This is Primetime Kansas City, and on today's episode, we'll be talking about the Chiefs narrowly winning against the Cleveland Browns in the home opener with fans back, which was awesome to watch. We'll go over all NFL Week 1 games, most of them, and we will predict our Week 2 predictions, give you our lock of the week, and we're going to start a new segment. It's called Underdog of the Week. Underdog of the Week. So let's get right into it. Chiefs, Browns, 33-29. Patrick Mahomes had what? Three touchdowns, one rushing? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the good part, but I think we all know what we want to talk about is how ass our defense is. Yeah. Okay. Not great. Not great at all. Just take the floor. Uh, not not great. Where this goes, just just, just go with it. Yeah, uh, listen, it can really only get better. I mean, without with adding Tehran Matthew back and Frank Clark back, it's only going to improve, you would think. Uh, listen, they honestly in the second half weren't dreadful. They only gave up seven in the second half. So, you know, Kevin Stefanski and the Browns were calling some razzle-dazzle stuff in the first half. Uh, really had the Chiefs just completely lost. Half they adjusted better and were able to get some stops. And once once that game came down to Baker throwing the football, uh, that's when it was over. Because when, you for, when everybody knows Baker's going to throw the football, he's so less effective than when he has that element of that run game and play action, which he had the entire first half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, and- I will say the only good part is Nick Bolton had four tackles. So, hey, you know. Yeah, Nick Bolton was, was literally everywhere. Like, yeah, it was kind of ridiculous. I I am not a great linebacker talent grader, but it seemed like it was pretty good. I don't know if people have other opinions on that, but well, do you have special team I mean, report? Report. So, I'll be honest with you, I don't. I, I wasn't expecting. Kind of forgot. I wasn't expecting you to. Um, I know we made like what? How many punts did we have? Made every field goal. We we only we had no missed punt. extra points. That was important. We had mm-hmm. one punt. There was nothing on special teams that went poorly. Everything was okay. Yeah. Nothing yeah. will match Super Bowl Tommy Townsend with maybe the, maybe now, the worst performance. The special, team, <laughs> special teams report for the Browns, uh, yeah, that punter is a complete dipshit. He wasn't uh, even supposed to be kick- football. Wasn't he a rugby player like two years ago? I don't even know, but he could have kicked it. Like he when he fumbled the snap, he still had time to kick it. He just didn't. Like he panicked. Nah, homie, homie was like, oh shit, it's my chance. Yeah, dude had a panic attack middle of the fucking game and just got destroyed. I feel like anyone would. Like, think if you see big 6'5 players running at you. Like, you're just he should have kicked it, though. If he played rugby, away. he should be not, used Okay, to. I give him a little he bit. He still had time to kick the ball. Yes, he, I will agree. But, like, in the moment, his adrenaline took over, and I think he thought what John thought. But at the same time, like, oh, shit, I got to run so I don't get tackled. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely more that than what I said, but it it was still just like, dude, have you never, like, practiced, like, what you do if yeah, you, like, I agree sort of that. fumble it? Like, like, eh, not great by them. Not, not great. I think but we would have won anyway. Yeah, that's but, what I was just about to say. I think we would have won anyway. But that was a huge mental gaffe on his part. That was, you could tell he was nervous. That Talk was about the offense was, now. The offense, I mean, I know we already talked about Mahomes. Clyde had some questionable runs. Uh, I think we all know one of them that we're talking about. But, yeah, John kind of summed it up. He was doo-doo. He was also effective in the passing game, though, which is kind of where I'd rather see him. Did you guys see the blocking that Mahomes got on his rushing touchdown? Yeah, that's good as hell. That was Creed Humphrey had, like, 
Creed Humphrey knew what he was doing. Listen, the blocking, it was just like after the way last year ended, it was just so satisfying to see Mahomes actually have a chance, like just to do anything. Yeah, have time to throw against one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. Yeah, would you like to take back your statement on Orlando Brown? Okay. He was still kind of bought, but whatever. Against Miles Gay. I mean, he he wasn't great, but he also was facing one of what I think is the second best pass rusher in the entire NFL behind TJ Watt. He did pretty good. You're talking about like he will not face a guy that good again for a while. No, I mean you're you're right, but it's it's like if we're gonna give up a first roundy and a no first round draft and pick, basically say that than we're gonna Orlando have to pay that we're gonna have to pay this dude a bunch of money going forward, I would Look, like it to be a little more did. of oh, it was Orlando Brown. That's why Miles Garrett struggled, not the other way around. But that's how it happens sometimes. Look, too high of expectations from me. He's got plenty of time. I'm not like panicking about him. He, he was, he was a slight naked. It wasn't like it wasn't like a catastrophe like it was in the Super Bowl. Like he didn't get him killed. He just wasn't like Pro Bowl level, but that's fine. I mean it's week one. We don't need him to be Pro Bowl level every single game. Like it's just like no, especially... that's true. That's hundred percent true. That's what I said. I definitely agree. I've been overcritical. Been overcritical. So that that isn't really worth worrying about. When I was very impressed with like the O line. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, overall the O line was impressive. And especially for sure. with three rookies going in. I mean, we allowed two sacks and they were both on the left side. So I mean, the rookies Trey Smith really looked did good. good. Creed Humphrey looked good. Uh, and you got to also factor. I think Trey Smith factor- could be one of the biggest steals in the draft. Probably will be if he stays healthy. Of course, that health condition can you know hopefully figure itself out. But uh, yeah, you know, for their first game together, like. Like that offensive line has never played a real game together. They've never played a real NFL football. Like, like they had a whole season underneath them. Like they were really inexperienced and they went out there and played well, which is really good to see. And that's without some guys that you're going to have, like Kyle Long or Duvernay Tardif down the like. I don't know if they'll even start when they get back, I but was about to say, I mean, let's see. How you're going to have some depth. You're going to have yeah, some guys. Exactly. The the depth is pretty beautiful. I mean, you have Mike Remmers, who I know we don't love, but I he actually a pretty good right tackle. And then you still have Wiley, you still have LDT, you still have Allegretti, you have Kyle. So this is a O line is a position we don't need to be worried about. And if we uh, have another, guys. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if, if if we have another disaster injury situation heading into the Super Bowl, like it shouldn't be as bad as it was last yeah, no, year. I think you got more this year. We could have a better chance yeah. of winning. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, hurt, we but... had a we had a right tackle at left tackle and a right guard at right tackle and a dude that we never really play using right guard. So it was it was messy. It was disgusting. I so, tell you who we don't have a position that we can go down though is wide receiver. It was really oh, Tyreek yeah, yeah. and obviously Travis tied in, but without it was really just Tyreek and Travis the McCord's entire time. Nobody so else promising. He, he like really nobody else did anything. Robinson doesn't run somebody. forward. Uh, McColl was like eh, like whatever. And then Pringle, uh, Pringle, Pringle just was not very involved. Like Kelsey and Hill were everything. Like I can't believe Cleveland like wasn't doubling them. Like they were everything. Like I don't. Sheesh. That's a. If that's gonna be the way it goes this year, those two have a lot to workload this year. Which I mean is. Oh yeah, I they think do. We all expected coming into this year. I mean, yeah, yeah I'm saying can, it would be nice to have another receiver. Nicole Hardman will could. not replace Sammy Watkins. Neither will Demarcus Robinson. And I'm not even saying Sammy Watkins has that big of shoes, but it's just like his presence. Like people know what he could be like. And I don't feel like those two wide receivers have like that potential. Yeah. But in fairness to us, like 
this is pretty much what our receiving core has been for like yeah, 75%. No, I, they showed on Monday Night yeah, Football the last year. Sammy Watkins had a, a career low in receiving last year with 429 yards. Like, yeah. and he was gone half the season. Yeah. So, I mean, we're used to not well, having him. Well, he only played him. like five games yeah. in the regular year for us. We're used yeah. to so, like playing with these wide receivers. So, I mean, this is kind of how it's always been. It's, it's not just, a huge problem. Yeah. And no, I don't it's think not. Jackson's saying it is a problem. I, this is how it's going to be. It's just not deep. Like, you have very, yeah, no, if, very. If Hill or Kelsey gets hurt, we're fucked. It's plain. You simple. have very slim margin of error when it comes to that position. As hey, in. But I will where, say. You know. Yeah. Blake Bell had a significant first down. Thank you very much. I rest my case. Yes, he did. Better than Nick Kaiser. Better than Noah Gray. Noah Gray. Noah Gray will get his turn. Don't don't worry. Let's go into week one recaps. Seahawks, Colts, 28-16. Seahawks looked good. I kind of expected this from the Colts. They just couldn't get anything clicking. They don't have anyone on the offensive side that can get them really going. They don't have that person. Yeah. Carson Wentz jumping from team to team of not having that guy. But – I, I think they'll be fine, yeah, to be honest. Fine. They'll, they'll, um, be a, they'll be fighting for the seventh seed. I, no, I yeah, think they're going to win their division after what I yeah, just saw. Yeah, I think they might. I actually think they might. They, yeah, that division they, is horrible. I mean, and they were really – they still have a great defense. Still have, you know, like Jonathan Taylor, dudes like that. And Carson Wentz, give him a little bit of time with that good of a coach as well. They, they I, Yeah, just to probably steal what Jackson was going to say. They, they they should be one of the best teams in that division. Definitely the second. With he wasn't bad. even like Carson. The good thing is Carson wasn't bad at all on Sunday, really. He actually no, looked pretty he good. good. He was good. Looked yeah, a lot better than what he had been. Carson it was wins, really just... went 25-38, 251, two touchdowns, which, I mean, any team would take in the league. Right, yeah, and, and, and that's without... the eye test well, too. That's really without a true number one wide receiver either. All right, so his number one wide really receiver was his running back, and then his number two wide yes. receiver was his second running back. Yeah, I mean, just no weapons right now. But it go, yeah. I'm I'm actually kind of optimistic for the Colts. I think their first five games are kind of just like a kick in the nuts. But after that, I feel like they're going to steady yeah. the ship. Uh, let's go into Jaguars Texans. Trevor Lawrence's debut spoiled by three picks. Texans win 37-21. Tyrod Taylor. Will he be the Week 17 QB for the Texans? I think that's a real question. Or will he get yeah, I mean, over again? As long as nobody punctures his long next week, then he might be the quarterback. But no, in all, in all seriousness, he probably will be. If it were me, I really would just embrace the tank and start Davis Mills. Uh, you're going to be a terrible football team regardless. Okay, I mean, okay. But, I'm, I'm giving them a little credit here. The Texans could be like a five-win team. That's pretty steep. All right. Tyrod That's Taylor. Crazy. No, look, look. Here's about a five-win no, team in a 17-game season. Okay, five or six. Okay. I'm saying oh, God. they could be at the potential of like right below the Giants. They, when you look I at don't it, know. Okay, I when you think look at that might have been. Tyrod Taylor, Mark Ingram, Brandon Cooks. I mean, and Chris Conley and Danny Amendola. Like, they have well, that talent. shit works versus a team that has a couple morons running it, like Urban Meyer. Desmond but, King, Zach I mean, Cunningham, listen, the Justin Texans, Reed. Like, they don't have I, bad I promise players. you this. The Texans will not win more than three games. That's my You want to bet? I statement. bet you five bucks they will. I came into the season saying they're going to go 1-16. So, hey, they've already reached the win. I the Bengals to go 0-16, which would have been maybe the most impressive thing to happen. 
Look, the only th- look, the Houston Texans are terrible. Don't let this fool you. They are god awful. Uh, this game does not change that. The ta- the Jaguars are just way worse than I thought they were. Yeah, I would agree. I think that's what people need to read from this. But I do think the Texans could win at least four games. I would bet you on that. But yeah, Trevor Lawrence, I don't know. 28 of 51, 332 yards passing, three touchdowns, three interceptions. I mean, I it was a letdown. I just don't I mean, it, he plays I for the I Jaguar. Who said it? I don't know if anyone said it in this podcast, but we, uh, I was I heard about talk someone talking about Trevor Lawrence and how he's never lost a game before, never been losing. Like a regular season game. Yeah, a regular season game. Like he's never been in trouble before in the regular season. So maybe I mean he just felt like he had to do too much. No, come on now. That that's an overplayed narrative. He's been in big stages like Trevor Lawrence didn't wake up going, oh my god, I might lose a regular season game. What the fuck? <laughs> like, he's look, he plays with the Jaguars. He made them draft his buddy in the first round with him, and that dude didn't play in that game. And there's rumors that Urban Meyer's like considering quitting, which I know are probably BS, but like, even the fact that like your head coach is like standing on that unstable of ground that people can believe that. It, it just shows you how how disgusting well, we the Jaguars are. coming from Urban Meyer because, I mean, it took the Jaguars like three years of convincing Urban Meyer to just take the job. It took Trevor Lawrence. That was the only reason he came. Um, and let's, listen, neither Trevor Lawrence or Urban Meyer are used to losing at all. You know, this was, they said, the first time Urban Meyer's lost the first game of a season in his life. So, obviously, first year in the NFL, but still. He's never been 0-1 before, and neither is Trevor Lawrence. So it, we're going to see. I mean, obviously they're a terrible football team, but I, you know, to be honest, expected them to be better than the Texans. I don't feel like that's even expecting too much. I just thought they were a little better than them, but apparently not. Apparently they're dog shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Eagles-Falcons. Talk about dog shit. That's what the Falcons are. 32-6. <laughs> Kyle Pitts, fuck you. You literally ruined my fantasy week. I have nothing. Yeah, that, that was depressing. Like, Eagles, yes. They put up 32. Jalen Hurts actually looked pretty fucking good. Looked damn good. Uh, I mean, if they but we're gonna have to see. Up, they're not going to be in a, They're not going to be the laughing stock of the league. No, and uh, it you know it looks like Atlanta will be. Listen, Philly's got a hell of a defense. I don't think people give that enough credit. Uh, their defensive line is nasty. Like, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, those guys are so damn good. Uh and then if they can play like that, listen, I don't want to put too much stock into it because it's the Falcons, right? I don't want to get overhyped. But, I mean, Jalen Hurts looked really comfortable and really good. And I know a lot of people shit on Nick Sirianni, but he looked very competent to start his career. Yeah, I mean, someone that, like I said, that I needed to do good was Kyle Pitts on the Falcon side. And he got four receptions, 31 yards. But... Matt Ryan, 21 of 35, 164 yards. Is Matt Ryan's career coming to an end? Yes. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. We don't have to I go mean, super this one. I, I mean. feel like the best years of no, him have been that's wasted. That's I just wanted to ask. Like, do you think his retirement's coming sooner rather than later? Yeah. He'll probably finish out this contract. I don't know how much longer it is, but after that, it'd be. I think he's done. He, it's sad because he had really good seasons that they just completely wasted. Yeah, I mean, yep. Matt Ryan's contract, let me see real quick. He's 36 as of right now, five years. I mean, he did get the bag. We have to remember that. 
Oh yeah. Um, he, he is did. a. I mean, oh Jesus! If he finishes his contract, he'll be thirty nine. This is twenty twenty four. I don't doubt it. I think he'll take his money. Right. I would not be surprised. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, into I think my lock of the week. Of the- that one, the only winner of the week. Thank you very much. Losers suck my dick. Chargers twenty, Washington football team sixteen. Brian Fitzpatrick out six to eight weeks. Is Fitzmagic time coming to an end? Is his magic running out? No, this is just classic Fitzmagic. Ryan Fitzpatrick yeah, every time does enough to convince people that he's a good NFL quarterback, and then the wheels come off colossally. Was it his fault that it happened this time? No. no. But it it's kind of just the classic Ryan Fitzpatrick cycle. And he'll probably come back into the year and like win a couple like clutch games for the uh the football team and, and then get the then he'll get another contract. Yeah. No, I mean so, yeah, and he'll get another contract. I don't know. But no. Do you did you guys watch this game? Like, do you guys think the Chargers actually look good or like this was a sloppy game in my opinion? I was pretty impressed with the Chargers. I'm not going to lie. Two hundred yards kind of highlighted it. Well, I think they were ridiculous on third down, which is very, very surprising versus the Washington defense. Like they got that ball back with six minutes left, and they didn't give it back. They just converted like three third downs on that drive, including a third and sixteen and a third and seven. So that, I mean, that alone tells you like something. Justin Herbert is. The Chargers might not be, but Justin Herbert's the real damn deal. Like, I've never missed on a player this much. Uh, he kicks everyone's ass. And it's not even a far fetch to say pretty soon he's going to be the second-best quarterback in the AFC. Oh, I thought you were about to say AFC West. I was going to say he already is the second-best quarterback. He already is in the West, yeah, that's for sure. But pretty yeah, no, soon, I, mean, I think he will. the words out of my mouth. This is what I expected from the Chargers. Herbert, 337 yards passing, one touchdown, one interception. I mean... It was a good game. But that's it was a, not, remember they had a terrible O line a year ago. They bring in a completely new cast of offensive linemen, including a rookie, Rashawn Slater, and there was no problem at all. They no, and that's that versus that defense the football team because you thought there was going to be that problem. I mean, yeah, it would have made sense. Listen to this. I, I had to get the actual number. The Chargers on third down were fourteen for nineteen. That's and almost impossible. Not only, that's not even the football team's fault. That's just how good their offense is. That is, like, unsustainable, but it's ridiculous to do that versus the Washington football team. Nobody gets 74% of their third downs. That's ridiculous. So, you know, the Chargers are good. I wouldn't feel too bad if I was the football team. Anytime you lose your quarterback mid-game, shit kind of hits the fan. Uh, They'll be fine. What's that? We play them next week. The Chargers, yeah. Play the Chargers next week. And And they just, like... Yeah, like I said, those third downs, they had 78 plays. Washington had 49. Like, they just controlled that game. Yep. They might have only won by four, but they ha- they were controlling that game. And next up, and probably the biggest upset, Steelers-Bills. Steelers 23, Bills 16. And gentlemen. Uh, finally. Gentlemen. We have yeah. a fraud. Oh. How can you call him a fraud that hasn't even won a game? No, we asked you if it was the Bills, and you said it's not the. You said it's not the Bills. It's the Bills. It is the Bills. Yeah, no one's questioning you. You called him a fraud the week after they lost by the ten points to one of the most lousy looking Steelers offenses I've ever seen. A so, defense, though. Yeah, the defense, defense was yeah, mean. But no, I'm joking. The That's Bills aren't my fraud. The, the Bills are not my fraud. I have another fraud. Okay, the Bills good. are on fraud watch, though. I will say that. The Bills, to me, will be okay. Yes. I do think it's a little like concerning, but I think they will end up being okay. 
Pittsburgh, like, this is not 16, going. It, this game should have been winning to overtime if the Bills don't mess up the punt. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of stuff that's kind of random. A block punt for a touchdown, that rarely happens. But still, uh, Buffalo had a chance to really run away with this. They are up 10 to nothing at one point. Uh, they didn't. You got to give credit to Buffalo's defense, too. Pittsburgh didn't find the end zone until the fourth quarter. Like, Pittsburgh off, offense was gross. Uh, but Pittsburgh, you know, dominant on defense, was able to win this game. Good for them. If they want to make the postseason this year in that tough of a division, they're going to need tough wins like that. And they were able to get one. All right, next up, 49ers-Lions, 41-33, 49ers win. They almost had a fourth-quarter comeback. for the. Did anyone watch this last two minutes? I did. It was awesome. We don't need to talk about it. We don't need to. Godly, it's almost, that was almost like the biggest Chiefs loss of all time from the, like, the old Chiefs. That was pathetic. And in my fraud game of the week, the team that w- could have won the NFC North, the team that is going to probably finish second, if they aren't frauds, but more than likely they are. It is the Minnesota Vikings. They are frauds. Well, they yeah. pretty much lost to the Bengals. The Bengals aren't bad yeah. this year, I don't think. Uh, we'll see. I mean, it's week one. That's the beauty of it. They're a 7 win team this year. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Listen, Burrow, I'm still holding out hope, can be like, there's okay. First of all, there's nothing saying he hasn't been great with Burrow on Sunday. That made he him looked really good, and he looked good last year. Like he's to me as a a better Tony Romo, which isn't an insult. Like he's a damn good quarterback, and you know that's the Bengals are going to be competitive this year. They're not going to make the playoffs, but they're going to be competitive. And uh, yeah, all the Jamar Chase sucking things have kind of died down for now because he played really well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, the, the Vikings, I mean, when you have Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, and Kirk Cousins, and you can only score 24 against the Bengals, and then when you also have Eric Henderson, Brashad Breeland, Harrison Smith, Xavier Woods, Daniel Hunter, like, there's Daniel no, Hunter, yeah. Patrick that, Peterson, there's no reason you should lose. Yeah, there was no game. excuse to lose this game, but I don't blame Kirk Cousins, to be reason, fair. The Vikings are my fraud of the week, and they are my fraud team of the year. Vikings will not fraud win more the- than eight games this year. Guarantee it. Ooh. Okay, I had them at 10-7, and seven, but this also had one of their 10 wins being Cincinnati. So, uh, yeah, this was one that I said, uh, and I talked to other people about this. I said, Minnesota this year, before the season, in my opinion, was either going to make the playoffs by one game or miss it by one game. That's the type of team they are. This could be the game. This that is Zimmer's leaves last them on- year. That is even my hot take. Yeah, I mean, if they don't make the postseason this year, it's got to be, right? Uh, I know the organization's over Kirk Cousins. The GM does not like him. The owner does not like Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins uh, they just kinda... do, he's not the guy. He, he does, but it's not like his him. fault. I don't like that narrative. You're going to tell me that like he completed 74% of his passes, two touchdowns, no turnovers. Like You're blaming the wrong guy here. Mike Zimmer is supposedly this defensive guru. Last year, the defense was shit. This year, it started off shit. Like, I feel like Kirk Cousins is not to blame. Yep. All right. Let's go into the next game. It is the Jets, Panthers, Zach Wilson. Is he bust? If you know, you know. I had to get that out there. Panthers win. 1914 Sam Darnold's revenge game against the Jets. I like these I like this Panthers team. I think they could get six, we'll see. seven, eight wins. The NFC Perhaps. Was out. they lose to a bust quarterback or are the Panthers good? Which one? <laughs> To, to shut Josh out of the conversation, because his opinion doesn't matter here. Uh, John, what do you think of Zach Wilson in his first game? So I did not watch. 
Um, okay. Well, that that ends that question. Red Zone or Jackson, NFL Game I Pass. I watched. You're not allowed so, to talk about it. But you I just hope Zach Wilson's actually good. Uh, he almost came back, I'm aware. Well, not almost, but at least made it a little interesting. I will uh, say I will this stand for by. the Jets. Zach will Wilson plays better than Trevor Jets. Lawrence. Yes, but he's still a bust. I will say this. Josh, you and busts. No, I, I have to say he's a bust. Anymore. We agreed on this. If he's the best QB in the league, he I just for the podcast, he's a bust. But no, yeah, well, I will say this. A big thing for the Jets is losing Malachi Beckton. I think that's a big thing that's being very, like, that's not being talked about. I know well, they're gonna suck anyway. That's why it's not being talked about. Okay, but they were he's doomed like regardless. Best. He's usually their best. Yeah, no, he's out for I believe it was like four to five weeks. Is what to they six said. Weeks after dislocating, his which isn't cap. as bad as I thought it was about to be when oh, he yeah, got I carted off. Like I mean, bro, six seven, three hundred sixty four pounds. You don't like going up against that. That's a scary thing to go up against. Yeah, but yeah, no, this Panthers team did look good. I like him. I like Christian McCaffrey. If he yep, can say DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, like bro. They have a good offense if Sam Darnold can keep it together. Yeah, Sam Darnold had a quarterback rating above 100, which was the first time he's done that. So, so Adam Gase, Adam Gase just go, just go, go find the nearest, like, how do I say this? Not rude. Just don't get near a football field again. Like, just don't do it. Yep. You have All killed right. too many kids' careers. Next up, and probably another, the second biggest upset of the week Cardinals Titans. Dark Horse Kyler MVP is back. It might not be Dark Horse anymore. He might, he might actually be convincing people now. Were we all uh, shocked? I was by this. I was shocked. I think Arizona's really damn good. I was kind of skeptical about them. I think we knew that coming in this year, but I, I think we all fear, worried about if they were bad, what that would mean. We I needed to see it. We never and thought about what so. it would mean for them to be good. We always thought, oh, if they're this bad, then it's Cliff Kingsbury's gone. But we never thought about how good the Cardinals could be, I really think. And I don't think it's even the offense that is what needs to be talked about. Correct. Defensively, they were sick. They let first half Derrick Henry had less than ten rushing yards. Derrick How Henry do you do that? Fifty-eight rushing yards. Like, yeah, but by the time he got all those rushing yards, the game was irrelevant, exactly. right? Like it was a blowout. Like, so the fact that you beat them by twenty-five and JJ Watt only had two tackles. Holy shit! JJ Watt was a dog, though. If you watch that, he was huge in stopping the run. He was maybe not making those tackles. But my God, and then Chandler Jones, five pissing sacks. Three in the first like, quarter. Like, holy piss. Like, I think the Cardinals have a strong possibility to compete in the NFC West this year. Everyone I had them as my division. fourth place team there, but I think they could compete for that division now. Like, Everyone I would not be surprised. If you said one of those four teams would win the division, I wouldn't be shocked. Like, I'd be like, yeah. yeah. Like, each team has their own case. John, yeah, no, I was impressed with the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, look. My thoughts on the Cardinals, I don't really – I haven't seen anything that the Cardinals did, but Kyler Murray, like, holy sh- shoot. Um, the the clip with uh, where he just, like, runs back and forth over and over yeah, kind of blows yeah. my mind. Um, I think he definitely oh, yeah. has a chance to kind of be, like, what we'd imagine Lamar would be if he also had a cannon arm. So, <laughs> Which is kind of – which is a scary thing. to be ridiculous. Yeah, it's kind of horrifying. Next up, really Dolphins Patriots. John, how was your Mac Jones performance? Uh, so yeah, well, like I said, another game I didn't watch. Um, but but it doesn't seem good. It doesn't. Um, what they didn't get absolutely hammered, 17, right? Sixteen. Uh, Mac Jones, twenty-nine of thirty-nine, two hundred eighty-one yards passing, one touchdown. Okay, that ain't bad. That ain't bad. Oh, Mac Jones um, looked good. 
Yeah. Um, I guess just kind of a weird game, I suppose. I would have. Well, I guess not weird. I don't know. We'll have to see. I'm still highlight on this game, to be honest. Yeah, I have. No, this game was actually like I watched some of it. Obviously, the Chiefs were on during it and the Packers, but I was watching some of it. It was actually a damn good football game. Like this was out of all the teams, like these teams looked like ready. Like, and that's not surprising with Belichick, you know, and Flores, you know, both pretty, you know, good coaches, serious guys. That those two teams are gonna be problems. They're probably both gonna fight for the wild card or maybe the division. I mean, if Buffalo's gonna be the Maybe Buffalo doesn't win the East. Like Miami looks good. I'm I'm bought into Mac Jones now. I after I was bought in before that, but he looked really, really good in that game versus a damn tough Dolphins defense. Yeah. Uh let's go to the next game. Next game is the Broncos Giants, 27-13. John, you needed this game to have your bet win. <laughs> yeah, the Giants might be ass. Yeah. Um, I, I hate admitting it, but I'm with you. I I believed in what you were saying. Yeah. Well oh, Wow. They, they had to Saquon Barkley had to prove Jackson right. Um Saquon yeah. isn't back uh, officially. Like he's not hundred percent yet, so yeah, well, he didn't do anything, and well, no, it, yeah, it hurt. Fucked me. me up in fantasy, but no. The Chiefs, not the Chiefs, the Giants. I'm not even kidding. Might have the worst offensive line in the NFL. Like it might be. The Giants. They are so dreadful at offensive line, which is why Saquon coming back doesn't even matter. Like it, who cares? Because he'll have nowhere to go. That offensive line is brutal, and Daniel Jones is like I said when we made this bet. It's Daniel pissing Jones. Like, I I gave him 6-11. and 11. I mean, unless things turn, I don't know. They might not even get to 6. All right, yeah, yeah, the Giants' not. next four games. And Denver Football looked damn team, good. Thursday night against the Falcons, at Saints, and at Dallas. They could easily go 1-3 and three or even 0-4. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, the, the NFL is so damn random. That's what makes it so much fun. But, yep. uh, yeah, no, this Broncos we'll see. team looked good. I mean, they did. Bridgewater looked really good. Yeah, I mean, Jerry Judy went out, out four to six weeks. Kind of, that really mm-hmm. hurts them. But hey, It will, but Albert I do get the Jaguars this week. Albert so. on. he got his first career touchdown. Yeah, I saw. He had a touchdown. Awesome to good uh, for him. Let's go to the next game. Jackson, uh, this, is, this is embarrassing. I have a strong take on this one. It is Packers Saints, okay. thirty-eight to three. Can I give you a conspiracy theory? I have a very strong theory? take. Maybe, yeah. Go ahead. Aaron Rodgers is is uh, trashing or tanking this year for the Packers, just to say fuck you. See, that's a conspiracy. I understand where you're coming from. I understand why you would say that, but that would kill his own trade value, and that would kill like. You think he wants to kill his okay. own stats? Why like, does it matter if it kills his trade value? He's still going okay, to but trade if his him. trade value is killed, then everyone's interested in getting him. Yeah, I just can't imagine he would kill his own like reputation like and, that. Like he definitely he, is not doing this, but I'm just saying like it definitely looked like that's what he was doing. Yeah, I mean that's just how bad he played. Listen, I have a conspiracy theory that kind of goes along with that, but makes a little more sense. Um. I I had this opinion in the offseason. Like, whenever he requested this trade, I said there was no point of return, and I still believe that. When you say you don't want to be somewhere, how do you expect the rest of the guys to, like, play with you? Like, and then he says, oh, I decided to come back to training camp, like, two days before it started, and I was 50-50 on retirement. 
what message does that send everybody else? Just like, oh, you know, like, I don't really care to be here. Like, I could not be here if I, it doesn't really matter, but I just decided to show up. Like, what the piss? Like, nobody on that team is going to, like, be energetic about that. Like, how do you get excited when your quarterback doesn't even, like, half-ass care? You watch that game. The body language was horrible from everybody. They just came out and had no energy at all from the very beginning. And my God, like, you guys, imagine if D. Ford came back the next season. That's Kevin King. That motherfucker, he's reaching above D. Ford. He's getting there. He's. I think he's there for me. I know, obviously, for you guys, this will never even matter. But for me... Kevin King is my least favorite NFL player ever, and that's official. Even like, over D-Ford. Over D-Ford. Because at least we didn't bring D-Ford shitty ass back. Kevin King got a raise after the NFC Championship game. Got a fucking raise after that. They paid him more to come back. Oh my piss. I am so livid. And this team comes out with no fucking energy, shits themselves, and they just go, it's one game. Fuck off. I... I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to fucking say about this shit. It's rough. But Jameis Winston might be good. <laughs> oh, no. I, 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 Jameis played really well. At least he gave a fuck. Johnson, it's At rough. least he gave a fuck. No, he I, actually came I, out I and love, cared. I love Jameis Winston's stat line. 148 <laughs> yards, but five touchdowns. Bro, it's like the, the most unexpected Jameis Winston thing to ever happen. But then his and press conference Jason is Lick. even better. James, what? No. Okay. He's hilarious, uh, like, bro, just objectively. Said, what, what made this team do so good? Well, the trainer's talking to me, and, man, what did he say? Yeah, no, that it shit was funny. be good. <laughs> yeah, no, he's funny. I'm rooting for Jameis. Yeah, but- uh, the Packers' defense might be worse than it's ever been. That's saying something. They forced one punt the entire game. Right. They were bad. Next game, uh, maybe one of the best defenses in the league. The, the Los Angeles Rams against the Chicago Bears. I think this Rams team could win the NFC West easily. Oh, yeah, like you said, any of those four teams could, but the Rams have probably... Matthew Stafford, in between, 20 of 26. Yeah, he looked damn good. He was the highest passer rating in his entire career. Go figure. Gets Cooper, out of Detroit. Like, bro, Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, Daryl Henderson. Like, they don't even have Cam Akers. Yeah, no, they looked good. And granted, it's the Bears, but the Bears are supposed to have a solid defense. So... For the Rams to come out, you know, that everyone expected them to win, but that could have been a game that they choked and they lost and they overlooked. But, but they no, they came good. they came out and they set a tone. I mean, they were damn good from the get-go. John, do you think Justin Fields should get the start next week? Uh, Okay, yeah, I was confused why they didn't even leave him on after they brought him in and he, like, scored a touchdown. It was like, oh, okay, like, stick with it, Bears. But, um... No, I mean, I guess I don't think he will, um, you, no, given that they put Dalton back be. out there. Oh, do I think he should be? Yeah. Uh, look, I don't know enough about the Bears to tell you that. I mean, I think there's a lot of moving parts there. It, It's, it's tricky, especially because he's not exactly the type of QB. Well, I think that's unfair to him. I don't know. I can't give a good answer on this. Um, because I think he's kind of such an odd case where I'm not sure if he's really good or really overrated. So, who knows? Maybe yes. I'll say yes. But why? Why are you? Why are you have to lose? Like at yeah, this exactly. point, I understand not starting him. I understand not starting him in like a shit spot, but like like the Rams. But like, what do you have to lose at this point? Like, there's just like 
you're going to suck this year. And Matt Nagy's job's on the line, so you'd figure he's good. You know, whatever he needs to do to win games, he'll do. I thought low-key he was genius for a second last game because he had a – when he brought in Justin Fields on the first drive, I was like, holy shit. He, like, trolled everybody. He just told everyone Dalton would start. And they they didn't game plan. You know, like the Rams wouldn't have game planned for Fields at all, and so it would have been like – Holy shit. But then I remembered it's Matt Nagy, and I was like, yeah, this dude's a moron. Like, so Never mind. He's the offensive coordinator of the Chiefs. Like, kind of crazy. Um, Might the, be a good coordinator, maybe to be fair. All right, now to what I think is probably the game of the week. Ravens, Raiders. Jackson, what did you think of this game? This was an unbelievable John thriller. John verbally muted for this game, by the way. What? Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, he's not. Um. Listen, I thought that the Raiders looked a lot better than they would. They got down 14 nothing early, but they didn't blink. They literally came back and took all the Baltimore's punches. I think Baltimore's an overrated team this year. Maybe it's because of the injuries, maybe not. But, yeah, if you can't beat the Raiders, that's kind of a problem. But then again, the Raiders the last two years have been really, really good, like solid in September and October and then just fallen off a bridge in November and December. We'll see if that stays true this year, but it's a really good win to start the season. That's a game that I thought was probably one of their toughest of the season, and they were able to win a batshit crazy game. John, what did you think? Yeah, that game – yeah, that that everybody – well, that okay, weird – it's one of the weirdest finishes. I, I had a couple analogies, but I'm going to hold them. Um, yeah, really odd. Um, I honestly kind of an emotional roller coaster for me because I was hoping and praying that the Raiders would kick a field goal – First drive of overtime, and if they did that, and uh, then Jackson would have lost. Williams lock comes back AKA, out, you know, you know, yeah. But basically, I, I I had a okay shot at coming at erasing a thirty-two point deficit going into Monday night with just the Raiders running back and the Ra- or no, the Ravens running back and the Raiders kicker. Ultimately, it didn't work out. So this game was also kind of heartbreaking for me, so I'm kind of in the Raiders camp here, but a Ravens camp. Sorry. Um, but yeah, overall hilarious. Also, let me say the pick that date that Derek Carr threw at the goal line was like proper garbage. Like, no, he didn't dude, throw that. You, he didn't throw that. His wide receiver couldn't catch. The, 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 are you serious? Like, it got deflected. It did. It went through the receiver's hands off a helmet. The receiver. Okay. Okay. I I did not watch that play enough. Never mind. Say, First time through. Through. The funniest thing was they had the ball at the one yard line. It backs up and they throw an interception. And on the ESPN two broadcast, Russell Wilson is on. I just know you know Russell Wilson was having PTSD. Yeah, Russell was like, "Oh God." He's <laughs> like, "Shit, not again." All right. But um, no. So there's not- that. Let's get into week two. We are now introducing underdog of the week. Uh, lock of the week standings are everyone's 0-1 except me, so yay me. Uh, John or Jackson will start first because his lock of the week performed worse. Okay. Jackson, or let's start off, New York Giants. Oh, sorry. And we also have an underdog of the week. You just pick an underdog. I mean, it's pretty it's self-explanatory. Do they have to be a Vegas underdog or just an underdog? A Vegas underdog. Okay. Yeah. So, started off, New York Giants against the Washington football team. Football team's minus three, Thursday night. Jackson, who you got? Taking the football team uh, for obvious reasons. The Giants kind of suck. John? Yeah, I'm taking the football team, but um, there's been a lot of BS about Taylor Hineke. I think Chase Young said he'd trust him to start on any NFL team. I was like, (laughs) what's he supposed to say, John? 
Well, you don't have to lie. Come on now. He could be the starter for all 31 other teams. Like, dude, Patrick Mahomes is, like, right here, and then there's Rodgers and Wilson and all these guys, and you really want to convince people that Taylor Hineke could start for any team besides you guys right now? Yeah, okay. Okay. Right. He could definitely start but... for the Jets. <sighs> Josh. Josh. Okay. And that'll do it for primetime. <laughs> Stop being a hater. All right. I tell you one team he could definitely start for is the football team because he's going to be. Yeah. No, he could probably he could probably start for the for the Texans. He's no. capable of being a backup, and that's what I think he is, which is fine. I mean, he almost beat the Buccaneers. Chase Young is obviously going to hype him up to make him like bro. To the no, team. Like, okay, obviously. but think about it. He was the Buccaneers' closest competition in the playoffs. Technically, yeah, he, he had the best game. Than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, him and uh, him and Rodgers were the only two in the postseason to get within a, one score of the Bucks. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think he's a horrible quarterback, which is why I'm taking him. But at the same time, yeah, I agree with John. Uh, obviously, any football fan with the brain the size of a non, like, not a P, would tell you that he cannot start for every team. All right. Um, this is a hard one. I'm a big Giants believer. Hmm. But no, give me football team. That was a hard okay. one. Okay. Um, up next, the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. Bills minus three and a half. Jackson, who are you taking? Taking Buffalo. I like him to win this game. Uh, I know Miami's one and low, Buffalo's 0 and one, but I do think Buffalo is gonna get their act together. It's another tough defense, but Give me the bills. I'm not selling stock on them. And I'm also not buying stock on Tua. I still think if a game gets into a shootout, he is not capable of winning those games very often. All right, Jackson. All right, John, who are you picking? Uh, shit. <laughs> who is it? Nope, nope, nope. Nope. Nobody tell him. Nobody tell him. Look, there's literally 30 possible teams. Nope, there's so. only... Yeah, there. No, just give him one of the teams. Just give him. No. We should give him one team. John, he doesn't get to the know game the game is happening in Florida. That's all you get to know. Okay, give me whoever's playing against the Jaguars. <laughs> we'll note that for later. God damn it. Okay, give me the Dolphins then. Uh, nope, too late. <laughs> okay, no, you can take the. Yeah, you can. You take, can the, take dolphins. the Dolphins. You can take the Dolphins. It's Bills okay, whoever... at Miami. Okay, yeah, I'll take the Dolphins. You would have taken Screw... them anyway. Yep. And you know what? Yep. I can't believe it got to me, but Bills, lock of the week. <laughs> wow. How? What? It's only three and a half point favorites. I think the Whatever. Bills could easily be- beat this Dolphins team by like 10. That's a pretty good lock of the week, to be honest with you. That's a value pick. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll I'm see. here to go, I'm not I'm here to go 1-0 and every week. Next up. Cincinnati Bengals, Chicago Bears. Bears are minus three and a half. Jackson, who are you picking? Also, has to be uh, stated, your lock of the week cannot also be your underdog of the week. Fine. Um, wasn't going to do it anyway. But Bengals, I got the Bengals winning this game unless Justin Fields starts. But I do like what I see from the Bengals. I really do. John? Uh, I'm actually going to take the Bengals. Screw it. Yeah. Screw it! I they I mean they almost took the, they almost took the Vikings or wait they did, they did take the Vikings they the yeah Vikings. they did beat the Vikings they did beat the Vikings uh so yeah you know what I I will roll the heck out of the dice here 
because to be honest, the Bears aren't that unbeatable. So it can be done. Dude, I can't believe it all. This one got to me as well. Give me the Bengals underdog of the week at plus three against the Bears. I mean, if Andy Dalton starts, that's guaranteed. So do they have to cover or do they have to win? I think underdog of the week should have to win. Okay, still. Okay, fine. That's fine. But just don't just know if they lose by two that you didn't win. Do we want to do we want to make that official or should we do? St- it, yeah, no, make it official. Underdog of the week has to win. Yeah. All right. All right Moving next. on. Next up is Broncos Jaguars. Broncos are six point favorites. Yeah, give me Denver. I think that they look really good, and Jacksonville is obviously still in the infant stages of this rebuild. Screw it. I'll take Denver lock of the week. I I actually will. Um, I think Jacksonville is really bad, and I think Denver's a little better than the bookies are giving them credit for at the moment. So that's where I'm at. Okay. Not a I'm bad also pick. going to take the uh, Broncos. Sorry, I'm just having to write all this down. All right, I'm taking the Broncos as well. I like this Broncos team. Uh, next up, Texans, yeah, Browns. Browns minus 12 and a half. Big line, yeah. Uh, it's not going to be my lock. So far. No, I think there's a bigger one coming up. But uh, I will take the oh. um, shit, brain fart. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Someone else talk. Uh-oh. Who are you taking? My brain. Nope. My brain has nope. lost You go first because focus. you had the worst log of the week. You gotta go. Well, we're gonna fucking sit here then and wait for me to remember it. Oh, All right, no, I'm no, taking the Browns. We, no, I'm taking the Browns. We are not letting this I'm taking happen. the Browns. I'm taking the Browns to win. And cover. And cover. Okay. John, he's... Yeah, I'm me. feeling the Browns not necessarily cover because that's a fat line. <laughs> that is a fat line. But... I'm also taking the Browns. Yeah. Next Ooh. up... Uh, Raiders, Steelers, Raiders, or Steelers minus five and a half. I am taking Pittsburgh, but the Raiders are my underdog of the week. That's that's a good pick. Damn, I was going to do the Raiders as my underdog of the week too, but um, I, I'm going to take the Raiders, actually. Um, I think the Steelers' offense is pretty crappy, and that the Raiders could make this interesting. And they usually start the year off well. So, you know, who knows? I'm going to take the Steelers. Uh, I think the Steelers do decent this week. I, I don't, I don't like this Raiders team. team. I think, I think the Ravens underperformed and against the Raiders. I don't think the Raiders overperformed against the Ravens. If that makes sense. I will say it's a horrible matchup because the Steelers have the best defensive. The Steelers have like the best pass rush in football, basically, and the Raiders kind of nuked their entire offensive line in the offseason. So we'll see. All right. Next up is the Rams at Colts. Rams minus four. This is going to be a good game. I think the Rams blow them out, to be fair. Yeah. I, uh, I, said. <laughs> I think the Rams are better than Seattle. And, you know, I, I just, the Colts, like I said, I just have a really tough start to the season. And there's just not much more I can say other than the Colts are not at the top of the NFL but their schedule is facing the top of the NFL. doesn't mean they're bad, but I just think the Rams are one of the top. The Rams are one of the eight teams I believe can win a Super Bowl. Uh, the Colts are not. John, who are you picking, Rams or Colts? I'm going to take the Rams. Uh, Matt Stafford looked really nice. That is one thing that I think we can say. The best QBR he's ever had. Um, yeah. And they look pretty nice on Sunday night against the Bears. Yeah, I mean, I so... think the Rams. I'm sorry. 
No, go ahead. I mean, that's pretty much what I, I was going to say. Yeah, team looked pretty good. I mean, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford have a really good connection. Then you throw in Van Jefferson. Then you throw in Sonny Michelle Henderson. Like this Rams team. Okay, get going. Pretty good. Yeah, the Rams. Next up is the Saints Panthers. Saints minus three and a half. Uh, this isn't going to be my lock, but I love the Saints here. I think the Saints are a damn good football team. I underestimated them, and I know Green Bay might be a little worse than we thought, but still. Uh, Jameis doesn't even look like the same person. He's skinny, he's mobile now, and he's making good decisions. Give me the Saints. And he had laser eye, so. LASIK, LASIK, yeah. LASIK, laser eye. Laser. All right, John, who are you picking? Um, Yeah, give me the Saints. I'm feeling Jameis. I'm liking him. I'm taking Jameis as well. Jameis 101. Jameis 101. He's licked, baby. All right, next up is Patriots at Jets. Patriots are minus six. Jackson. Ooh, okay. So on mine, they were minus five and a half, but I'll still take it. There's my lock of the week. Patriots minus six. Uh, the Jets are just a dumpster fire. They're trying to rebuild. They just are the like like the Jaguars at the very beginning of it. Young quarterbacks versus Bill Belichick always suck. Like it's just a rule of thumb. So yeah, give me the Patriots lock of the week. We are all taking road teams on our lock of the week. Interesting. They yeah, could play that game on the on the moon, and I would take the and Patriots. So far, to be fair, our underdog of the weeks are also road teams, so we're liking the road teams this this uh, week. Yeah, why not? Yeah, Next we are. Forty Niners Eagles. Forty Niners minus three and a half. Holy shit! I wish I would have seen this line. Yeah, I think this is a little overreaction to Philly performing well versus a bad team. I'm taking the Niners, and I think they win by a touchdown or more. John, who you taking, or who you picking? I'm gonna take the Eagles. Screw oh, it. Why not? Ooh, um, I I think they look interesting. Yeah, you better. Yeah, make it'll be my underdog, underdog of the week, week I suppose. <laughs> um, yeah, I I think that that could be an interesting one. Um, just given the fact that they they look like they've kind of reinvented themselves a little bit, and they're only gonna get better week one to week two. I think. Now, obviously, the execution might not be as good, but you know, th- systemically speaking. They could uh they could make some noise this week. Uh, I'm also taking the 49ers. Uh, there, there's I have nothing to say. I think Jackson said it perfectly. I think the book the bookies are kind of overreacting on the Eagles team. Falcons, Bucks, Buccaneers are minus twelve and a half. Okay, this is why I kind of want underdog to cover the spread because. Nope. Okay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's what that's what lock of the week is for. I think. This would have been my second pick. In fact, it was the first one I was going to go with. But I'm going to take the Bucks to win, but Falcons to cover. Yeah. So you would have taken Falcons plus 12 and a half? Yeah, I mean, that's a gigantic number. As Even if, you know, it's kind of a blowout for a while. If it's a blowout in the fourth quarter, they play prevent defense. Like 12 and a half? Sheesh. Yeah. John, yeah. you're picking. Yeah, I am going to take the Bucks as well. Um, I, did we not do this already? I don't know why we talked no. about this being a fat line, or maybe somebody else had twelve. We had a, it was a Browns. We had Texas. another line that was yeah, 12. that's right. Okay, yeah, uh, Bucks obviously. Um, unlike Jackson, I was actually a little like less impressed by the Bucks from Week One, but we'll see about that. You said, but all right, um, yeah, give me the Bucks as well. Vikings at Arizona. Give me the Cardinals. Vikings Bards. are my fraudulent team of the week. Cards. What? Cardinals. It's going cards. I said Arizona cards. Yeah, we yeah. all said cards. We're agreeing. 
Oh, I, I thought you guys. Were God, like, Josh. I thought you guys were saying I was saying the name wrong. I'm like, do people not? This call guy is in college. This to to say that. Come on, Josh. Use that brain. What's that of yours. supposed to mean? Give me the. You're right. supposed to be I was smart, just about to tell Josh. You who my next pick is, and it wasn't even going to be the right pick. Cowboys at Chargers. Jackson, who are you picking? Okay, so I flip flopped on this one. Uh, I'm gonna take the Cowboys, and I'm doing this because they had a longer time to prepare, longer week. Remember, they played on the opening night, and the Chargers had to fly across the country to Washington and back. You know, it's something. There's more time to prep for Dallas, and Dallas looked pretty damn good in their opener. Like I think they looked better than any of us expected. So I'm going to take the Cowboys in this one. I think this could be the game of the week. All right. Yeah, I'll take the Cowboys as well. Not a ton, but I think they looked good. I'm picking the Chargers. I like Justin Herbert. It's not a bad pick. What's the line on this one? Oh, sorry. My bad. Uh, Line is minus three Chargers. So basically they're saying if this is on a neutral field, they're even because three is at home. So yeah, yeah, that's about right. That's about right. I think they're pretty even. All right. Next up, Titans, uh, Seahawks. Seahawks are minus five and a half. Jackson, who are you picking? Oh, Seahawks. Titans defense might be bottom five in the NFL. Like, they have no pass rush and no secondary. It's embarrassing. And uh, losing Arthur Smith looks like it's going to hurt because Derrick Henry and that offense looks stale. Yeah, they do. They really do. And uh, Julio Jones doesn't look like One much catch. <laughs> so, yeah, not, not the best situation for the Titans. And you got to be horrified as a Titans fan seeing Derrick Henry's production drop even a little bit because yeah. he's not doing insane things. They're going to have a rough year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I agree, but I think we're overreacting just a little bit on this Titans team. Give me the Seahawks. I think the Titans will make this close. I like I like this Titans team still. It's been one week. Cardinals could just be really good. Are the Cardinals could be really good, and they were on an off day. If they suck we'll against see. the Seahawks, then I think we need to start uh, ringing the fraudulent bell. It's arguable the Seahawks are a tougher task, especially to go into Seattle. Oh, yeah, I would agree. Next up, Sunday Night Football, game preview of the week. Chiefs at Ravens. Chiefs are coming back into Baltimore since the last time when they beat them dramatically on Monday Night Football. Not dramatically. Uh, that beat them good. They beat them good. I don't know. I had a word, but I wasn't going to use I forgot it. Words are tough. <laughs> they are tough. Chiefs, Ravens. Mahomes versus Jackson round four, I believe. I think this is four. Yeah, Mahomes is three and zero so far. Could he go for the? Is, uh, make, is this going to be a gentleman's sweep or is this going to be a clean sweep, Jackson? This is going to be a clean sweep. Pat, Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs are going in there and look. Baltimore looks terrible. I, I, maybe that's a strong way to describe it, but their defense is all, all out of sorts, especially losing a corner so close to the season like Marcus Peters. Well, okay, uh, I'm going to stop you there because I think they're going to be well. They're going to have a better game plan this next week. Cause, like, I mean, but here's the thing. If you can't play. contain Derek Carr, then how are you going to contain Patrick Mahomes? Like it just know, doesn't. Le'Veon's Bell debut as a Raven is against his former team. Yeah, I mean, who cares? Like, he's, he's so washed up, it doesn't matter. I'm taking the Chiefs. I think this one's going to be, while it could be tough, I think it'll be more comfortable than the Browns one. I would agree. John, is this a gentleman's sweep and the Ravens win, it, or is this a sweep? It's a gentleman's sweep. Gentlemen's. It's a gentleman's sweep. And No, not a gentleman. Sorry, it's a sweep. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> yeah. Mis- misinterpreted here. Um, Yeah, look, the Ravens, with how hard they rush the passer – uh, that's going to be like a recipe for disaster um, for them against us because with our O-line being pretty solid 
and us having that much speed running around in the secondary. Look, that the way if they play us the way they played the Raiders, they're going to be in big trouble, um, and it's going to play right into our hand. Uh, and the other thing is, they aren't exactly the type of team that takes advantage of a team that has a crappy secondary. So that's yeah, true. I'm like chances. I'm liking our chances. I also like. The I think team. Over the I think. Yeah, I mean, I think that this could kind of feel similar to last week with just we struggle to stop the run, but whenever you force them to pass, if you get a lead, then you're going to be all right. It's notable. I mean, obviously our secondary struggled, but whenever, you know, it wasn't play action, they weren't. And Frank Clark. Most likely, yes. No, Reed already came out and said Clark's playing. Well, good. Uh, And yeah, I mean, listen, they made the plays that needed to be made is, you know, for some reason, Sorensen plays like shit for the entire game, and then when it comes down to the very end, he's so- always involved somehow. It makes no sense. And then Mike Hughes! How about that? Game-winning interception. So if it does have to come down to our secondary, I'm not, like, petrified. And Juan Thornhill looked like rookie Juan Thornhill. Okay, Juan Thornhill looked like rookie Juan Thornhill last year in the playoffs, though. Let's not forget True. that. He, so. he, you really got to think maybe that ACL took some time on him. Yeah, he just picked up where he left off, for sure. Yeah, so I'm taking the Chiefs, long story short. I think they're, I think, I think Cleveland, maybe just because of, like, historically a shitty franchise, I don't think enough people, like, expected that to be that tough. Like, that was probably one of our three hardest games of the season. Oh, yeah, Yeah. 1,000%. Uh, Oh, yeah. It might have been one of our two hardest games this season. Yeah, I mean, depending on how Green Bay looks by the time we play them, like, it... We'll see, but yeah, the Cleveland's. I, mean, the I expect game isn't going to yeah. be easy. I think people are. Oh, both of... Chargers games are going to be hard, and I think both Denver games are going to be challenging. No, and the no, Raiders are pushovers. You're trying to push it. Yeah, that's the thing that's kind of scary about this is our division this year. There's no nobody's team. ass. Not nobody's like complete one. ass. Nope. Unlike the Broncos last year, yeah. who were complete ass. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, next we, up, so yeah. we all have the Chiefs winning. Next up, Lions yeah. Packers. I think we all had the Packers winning. It's yeah. minus ten. Yeah, if they can't yeah, win they this, then really you can go ahead and game. just you can go ahead and trade Rodgers. If they lose this game, you you have nothing to play for. Just uh, release just, them, wave them, give them to the worst team to pick them up. No, trade them to the Texans. <laughs> you know, no, uh, I don't. I think Rodgers would retire. Like I'm not even joking. He would. Oh, he 100 percent would. Rodgers for Watson. No, they, I'm telling you, they're going to go forward with Love. And Love, while he did play in garbage time, finally got to play NFL action for the first time. That was his first time ever playing in an NFL real game. And he, he looked, looked pretty okay. solid. He lo- I, I know it's like at the very end when the game was out of reach. But he looked pretty comfortable and pretty good. He looked better than Rodgers did. Yeah, and I think, I think something can be said. Like, maybe this is not correct. But I think a lot of times, like, First impressions are kind of indicative of what you're going to see of a quarterback. It's not like whether or not he's going to be this good or that good, but like I feel like most busts their first NFL action is kind of like, ooh, okay. And Jordan Love did not put that off. So Packers fans should at least be happy about that. Not neither did he in the preseason, which is also a sign that, you know, I think you see more of those opportunities. They'll probably be, you know, barring an injury, one of the few opportunities Love gets all year. But those are the type of opportunities that are going to make Green Bay comfortable moving on this offseason. Yeah, 100%. And let me tell you, thank God that the Packers didn't trade Aaron Rodgers to Denver. Because if they did, oh my God. it would be like they might be the Super Bowl favorites. 
Well, it's not out of the question yet. Next this offseason, I guarantee you Denver's gonna be back in the running. Uh yeah, you would think. I mean You would think me wonder, is this is this Vic Fangio's plan? Is he just thinking, okay, if I can do good enough to keep my job with Teddy and then get Aaron Rodgers in, I can save myself here. Bro, because Fangio isn't an offensive minded coach. That's what doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, but even I mean, if you're not an offensive minded coach, know that his team's success is at the mercy you of the know, check isn't either, but it helps to have Brady, you know? Mm-hmm. Like just because you're a defensive minded head coach doesn't mean I just you wouldn't think there's better go options for, for Rodgers and NFL teams. We'll see. I mean, Denver's one of the top spots, in my opinion. I think Washington's also one of them. Yeah, I think Washington both those two are the top two. Washington's got a really good team. Good O-line, good receiving yeah. core, good running game, great defense. I feel like he'd fit in I've, great yeah, I there. I think he would be better in Washington, and plus then we won't have to deal about it, worry about him. But you got to think from the Packers' perspective, they're trying to trade him out of the conference. They 100% will trade him out of the division. If they have to trade him at all, then they'll get him out of the NFC. So Denver's probably the top spot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. We but that's a long way to from today. About. We have one is more that... thing to talk about. It is Dayton Moore? Yeah. Dayton Moore is officially the president of the Royals. Some, I okay. Think. Who cares about this? This this news is not important. The important news is the stadium news. That's what we need to talk about. Okay. Well, well we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. But we have can a new you GM. That's important, John. what this John. means besides the Royals didn't want to lose J.J. Piccolo. That's, so that's they made a big up a new thing. Like there's above him so they can keep him. He's I mean, probably going to have... Look, they don't make this move if they ca- didn't care about J.J. Piccolo. Yeah. The reason they did this is so that they could keep him because they value him probably more as a scout more than anything. Probably more yeah, as like I mean, a guy... There were a lot of teams that were wanting him as a GM, and it's a solid move by us to not let them have it. So. Yeah, and like we don't lose anything. Date into like some made-up position doesn't matter, mm-hmm. you know, and... It'll be interesting. The only problem I could see with this is if Dayton and him get in like a fuss over like who has who gets to do what. He might say, "Look, I'm a general manager. Like, why'd you even promote me to this if you weren't gonna let me make decisions?" To John Sherman so much, and John Sherman's the dad, and probably gonna tell his sons to fuck off. Yeah. So I don't know. Listen, it's nothing crazy. We can move into the stadium potentially moving downtown. Confirmed? Did Sherman say that? Well, it's not confirmed. It's not confirmed, but like it's been. Look, it was leaked that it was something that was going to be discussed or whatever. Yeah, and, and like, okay, yeah, but it's like definitely going to be a thing. Like, Quentin Lucas released a statement about it today, basically saying like, you can do it, but we're not going to like pay for it ourselves. So, um, look, it's a big, it's a big logistical thing, and I know maybe it isn't like tangibly being discussed at the moment. But there's enough smoke here to know that it will be in a day not that far from now. Um, Jackson and, said it won't happen until at least 2030. Yeah, but I mean, that's still, look, this is still a very important thing. Kauffman Stadium has been our stadium all but one year we've been been this team. And like, if they do that, then do, is, isn't Arrowhead moving inevitable? I mean, like, maybe, but maybe yes. not. Where else are you going to put Arrowhead is what I want to know. Unless they want to go Kansas put, side. Where are you going to put the Kaufman? Like, West <laughs> Bottoms. West Bottoms. First of all, it's going to be a nightmare if they do this, which it sounds like yeah. they will. There's no parking. Just like, especially baseball. There's, this isn't like football where this is like once a week. This is a 81 times a year. Like this is good. And imagine if they start playing well again. Holy hell. Like this is going to be. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, down the road, obviously. What's that? I think businesses will like this move because it gets. Well, of course they will. We'll probably get another all-star game and shit like that. But 
I I like Kaufman and Arrowhead where they're at, to be honest. I do too. Yeah, I agree. And look, like uh, Jackson hit on it right there. If we want to do this, Kansas City needs to develop a better system of like public transportation. Like if you've been to a stadium. The hover cars. Oh, yeah, whatever. The street cars. uh, Yeah. Like mainly if you've been if you've been to a city with a downtown stadium, there is always like Minnesota. a a yeah, Minnesota train. Colorado train. New York, Boston train train. Like you you can't really pull this off especially with Kansas City like our biggest thing of character that we have is we're like the one the one baseball team that people tailgate for. If you've been to other baseball people do not tailgate baseball like we do. They just it's go to weird. Bars. Like we're, it's the weirdest thing we do. And look, I think that moving away from here, along with the logistical errors that come along with it, also just kind of takes a little bit of like the charm of the Royals away too. So I think it would be a pretty disappointing move, even if it does mean a little bit more money for the organization. I, I just that's such a tired narrative for me. John Sherman could wipe his ass with Mike Trout's contract, and he'd be fine. So. It's whatever. All right. Well, another thing is, like, this is... Well, another thing about this, though, is, like, who gets... Like, would it be the city or Sherman that gets final say on this? Well, the city would be paying... Like, the city would be financing it. That's the other thing. Like, as a taxpayer, kind of feels stupid that, like, there's a lot of things we don't have money for in Kansas City right now, and that, like, they would consider, you know, using tax money to build a freaking baseball stadium. Um, so, but final say would be both Jackson for like Sherman couldn't force the city to do anything. No, but the city couldn't force Sherman to do anything. So I just wonder because like, wants this to happen. So yeah, he probably does. And it just, I'm just curious because obviously like John Sherman's like up there in age. And like, if this is so far in the future, like is the Sherman family going to own this team after him or what's going to happen? And then like, will the I next would person think that's got to be the plan. Would the next would person want to do this? If it's in the family, then yes. But what if a, there's also the potential that, you know, he sells the team whenever he does, we don't build the downtown stadium. The next guy doesn't want to do that. So we'll see. Okay, well, but the thing about that is, is I think that if he is considering selling the team, the next owner is going to want going, that yeah. because, and, it, anybody that and if anything, that's kind of where I'm, that's part of the thing I've thought about is maybe the reason he wants this is because he knows he has to do it to get a positive return on his investment. So that, that's very possible, especially yeah. a year like COVID that he didn't make really any profit. Like yeah. it would not surprise me if he was like, all right, we're, we're going to make a splash. Yeah. So yeah, this is, look, this is a fascinating saga and I know it's not one that's going to actually get resolved. Maybe even in the next decade, who the hell knows? But it it is a big thing overall. I just feel like like we just renovated Kaufman. Like I know, like uh, it was like a little while ago now, but like within the last ten years, we just renovated it. Like I just don't really like why even do that all if you're just gonna move. Well, yeah, because well, yeah, it's a, it's a different thing. I mean, David Glass is looking at it from a different way. He never True. would have wanted to overtake the project of doing that. Um, True. But yeah, like I said, there's there's too many variables at play for us to even know what the what the actual pros and cons and obstacles and leverages that are being played in this situation. So yeah, yeah it's it's gonna be an interesting one. It will be. All right. I think that's where we're gonna end it. This is our first hour podcast in like forever, so Ryan's long as shit.
grinded it out. We're usually on a timer, but now that we're not. Not anymore. Right. I got to urinate. <laughs> Hey, that's how we're going to end it. We'll see you guys on the next episode of Primetime Kansas City. Other than that, deuces. Bye.